It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, preschool peeps. Welcome to today's episode of How Preschool Teachers Do It. What did we call it last time, Allison? The Shelter in Place episode? The Shelter in Place episodes, yeah. We need a better name. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're going to think about it offline. Yeah. Um, but today's episode uh, is about your emergency COVID-19 one-room schoolhouse. Uh, who knew we were going back to the one room schoolhouse days? Yeah, multiple grades in one <laughs> under one roof. Yeah, with one teacher. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the feedback that I'm getting from teachers <laughs> is that perhaps we were a little overzealous in providing families, a little overambitious. Yeah, in providing Maybe. families with things yeah. to do for early childhood learners because they're really struggling, particularly if they have uh, multiple children because now they're playing multiple roles. Mm-hmm. Um, we have need to have right size expectations. And one of the things that's happening in many homes is they have suddenly become a one room schoolhouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, children in multiple grades with multiple needs and many different assignments. Uh, and this is not um, typical homeschooling. No. I have friends who homeschool. It is months, if not years, of preparation to homeschool. Tons of preparation. Oh my gosh. Okay. If you are doing it brilliantly, you are doing it. Like, and they are not only like prepared for it, they have like groups that they're in online that they could talk to other homeschooling teachers, other parents who do it. They go out and they go explore and experience things that's part of their education we can't do that right now because we're in shelter in place so we i know a lot of people are calling what we're doing now homeschooling no 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 no. this is not homeschooling this is not homeschooling no this you're is in like an emergency, emergency. one-room schoolhouse yeah we yeah. there was a, a really great article along the same lines on social media allison did you see that article i did i did um, it was really good i think every teacher and parent should read it and who was it written by? Um, I wrote it down. It was from a woman. I think it's just a blog, honestly. And her name is Heather Ann. It didn't give like a full name unless that is her full name. Um, and it was called yeah. Crisis Schooling versus Homeschooling. It was a great article. It was great. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I've been having a lot of conversations with professionals about backing off our expectations because what we're finding is it isn't working. It's not... <laughs> It's just stressing families out because all of a sudden you're being asked to do something that you weren't trained to do. Um, I have said for so many years, teaching is a skill set. 
Just because you have knowledge doesn't mean that you can teach and learn. You know, I teach college level courses. We're teaching people things like um, approaches to curriculum, behavior management, uh, all these sorts of developmentally appropriate practice, all these sorts of things they're learning in school. And we have to remember families don't have that education. No. I do hope that one of the positive byproducts of this, which Alice and I would be keeping a list of for a future episode, I hope one of the positive byproducts of this is an increased level of respect for teachers. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Teaching is, is hard. I mean, people who are teachers went to school for years to learn how to do it. In so, many childcare settings, yeah. um, you know, they have a different, they have different educational credentials, like the Child Development Associate credential, yeah. the CDA. Um, yeah. Some some teachers have that. You know, people work do professional development all the time, even yeah. if they're, you know, if you are in a state where there aren't so many strict regulations about teachers' credentials in childcare or family childcare they're required if they're licensed to do professional development so that they're constantly learning about approaches with children and um, teaching approaches. And we can't expect you all to know that. So if you're sitting around thinking I'm failing at this, you're not failing at this. You just don't know. It'd be like handing me a wrench and saying, go fix the sink. I can tinker around a little (laughs) and maybe I'll hit upon it sometimes, but I don't have the training to go fix the sink. Right. And I have spoken a couple episodes ago about how I am trained as a teacher and I feel like I'm failing at this. So this is not what we were trained to do. I was not trained to online teach. I'm sure there is a contingent of teachers out there that are trained to do that. That's great. I was not. Okay. So for me to like think of how to switch modes from like classroom interaction to now interacting on a computer when I'm not trained to do that is difficult so also as parents you you know your child the best out of anybody but you are not trained to be a teacher to them in the way i am trained to be a teacher you know what i mean like there's like cindy said it's a skill set it's a skill set skill set yeah and i hope people come to really realize how valuable that is yeah um you know just I, i want families to know that if you're trying to be this one room schoolhouse and you feel like the expectations that are being placed on you are unrealistic, you need to say so. Yes, please say so. Because I think that is the only way it will change. Mm -hmm. If you as a parent say something to your administration or whoever it is that's in charge of your school, say, this is too much, I can't do this. Or I'm just not going to do this because I can't. You know, and you need to be honest with them. Like like my parents in my classroom, I'm like, I want you to be honest. If it's too much, I want you to tell me. If it's too easy, I want you to tell me. And not one person has said it's easy. They're like, nah, like we're doing this around the clock. Like, you know, like I have a parent who emailed today is like, we're doing some of the work on Sunday because we couldn't get to it during the week. Great if you want to do that, but you don't have to. Like if you can't get to it, don't get to it. Don't get to it. Like I don't care. You know, it's more important that you are conversing with your young children and are there socially and emotionally for them. Um, You know, they learn while they play. We've been saying it forever. We can have them do that. But I, I think it, that while that blogger, while Heather Ann wrote about yeah. differences as she is, a, my understanding of the article is she's a homeschooler. So she was writing like, yeah. no, this is not what we do. Our this, homeschooling is completely different. 
Um, well, um, I'm going to let Heather Ann have her article, and we're going to take like a different approach where we're going to say, families, stand up for yourselves. Yeah. You're in a crisis mode. Yeah. Well, I, I also want people, maybe, I don't even know who, I want people to realize like this is not the same. Like this is not going to be perfect. Do not expect Pinterest worthy like things coming out of my house. Okay. Also, also <laughs> when my dog is going to bark the, the entire time. Don't you know, spend like, your don't... time on those crafts, folks. Don't no. spend your time on those no. crafts. Spend your time yeah. conversing with children and doing right. other things that are more educational than those crafts if you're going to spend educational time. Yeah. And like what I find and what I've heard from a lot of the parents is like, no, we'd rather you go on these Zoom meetings and have it be like interactive where the kids talk and you talk. So this is my spring break this week. So after spring break, that's what I plan on doing. I plan on just making it more interactive where the kids can talk to each other and talk to me. And then mm -hmm. if you want to do the math activity, there it is. But like I, but I hear from like, it's like pressure all around. They're like, they like want you to do these lessons online, but it's like, that doesn't work because they're three and they can't hold their attention span that long on, on the computer. And like, at the same time I hear from parents, like we want it to be more interactive and like, okay, so like, but I can't do all that. I can't do it all, but we're going to be on the computer for six hours. And like, that's just not it. Like lower your expectations for everyone, for the teachers, for the parents, for the kids, for everyone. You know, like I, I think, I think, honestly, we, we, we heard, okay, we're possibly going to be, this is what we originally heard. Okay, we're going to be in a distance learning situation for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So let's give them activities to do for two weeks. But that two weeks wasn't reality. So we're going to be in a distance <laughs> learning situation for longer. Um, yeah. And I know people are really concerned. Like we deal, Allison and I deal in very young children, right? And early learners. Some of the families who have these early learners also have children who are teenagers, preteens, elementary school. And, and I think that um, I, I understand them prioritizing mm -hmm. the work that those children have to do over a preschooler. I just do. Yeah. And, and I'm do in the preschool it. world and I'm providing people with activities. And I still say, I get it. Those older yeah. children are your priority. Well, yeah, I've heard that from several parents who are like, listen, like, I can't be on your, your meeting in the morning because I need to be with my first grader. I can't be on your meeting in the morning because my high schooler needs the computer, you know, like, and I'm like, well, that's, that's the thing. If your high schooler needs the computer, then your high schooler gets the computer. Gets the computer. I mean, you can say yeah. to your high schooler, um, it depends on how they're setting up the schedule. This is right. also new, folks. This yeah. is also new and nobody's failing anybody. And if you are a teacher listening to this and you feel like, I'm sending home all these activities and nobody's doing them. Again, I feel like it's our obligation Fine. to send things yeah, you know, yeah. so that families have, but uh, your expectations have to be, right. they're not teachers and they're sitting there in tough situations where they're being asked to play multiple roles. Yeah. No one saw this coming. There was no plan in place. Yeah. Um, I think we'll know better. Should we ever oh, have to do this again? Um, Maybe like, like my school, we closed for two weeks mm -hmm. and then, now we know because the governor says we can't reopen. So, and there are some, and my principal let us come back and grab whatever we needed to grab. And I went back on Friday. And I was like, you would think I would know what I need, right? Because I've been doing it for two weeks. And I still sat there like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. I sat in the classroom. I was like, I'm going to just grab this stuff and hope it's going to work. I, I did see 
this also kind of made me feel like I was failing. <laughs> I did see people in my school post pictures of the new setups that they made at their house. And it's beautiful and it's lovely. I don't have that here. <laughs> and then I was like, maybe I should have grabbed more stuff. Is that what they're expecting? But then I was like, no, you got to be yourself too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have to have, be yourself. And I, I think right. the interactions matter more than hanging. Right. And I'd rather. Right. And, and there are a few teachers that have this. It, it is. It's a beautiful setup. Beautiful. I mean, like Pinterest worthy, like online remote learning setup. And I'm like, that's great. And then I felt like a failure for like a good hour. I was like, why didn't I do that? Why aren't I thinking that? And I was like, you know what? Why? It's not me. That's not me. You're not going to see this wall, <laughs> you know, filled well, with. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, like, I'm not, I was talking to another professional one day. I'm not a costume wearer. Like no. I'm not, I'm not putting on a costume. Um, I'm just not that person. I was going to a yeah, school to like consult that. where they were doing, you know, the hundred days of school. So they had the children dressing up like 100 year old people. And some of the staff oh, were going to dress that. like they were old. And I, no, I they said, me. the director contacted me and said, um, just so you know, we're doing the hundred day thing. Some people are dressing up. And she said, I'm just going as me because the kids think I'm a hundred anyway. And I said, great. <laughs> I said, I'm going as me because they certainly think I'm a hundred too. Um, and I said, I'm not a costume person anyway. And she said, neither am I. And you get to be who you are. So yeah. just because she didn't dress up doesn't mean her staff who want to dress up shouldn't. And yeah. we have to just do what we feel is right. You know, everyone's right. going to do this differently because there absolutely is no playbook. We are right. inventing the wheel right now. Right. And yeah. that's I, a I would like heavy to see, wheel. Yeah. And I'd also like to say, like, don't compare yourself to another teacher. Because I did that this week. My anxiety has been, like, really high. And I did that. where When I saw those photos, I was like, oh, my God, I'm horrible. I'm a horrible teacher. And then I started thinking, like, no, I'm not. I'm just different. Like, good for her that she wants to do it that way. But also good for me that I want to do it my way. You know what I mean? You know what so, like, too, Allison, stop comparing. You know as you talk about like stop comparing so here's what i think too i was watching one of the news programs and the weather person was broadcasting from home and yeah. they had behind them like the name of the morning show and the yeah. logo of the network and all that stuff yeah. and i was laughing because i thought sheesh does that always hang in your kitchen like i, I was like <laughs> wow well, i would just like to see your kitchen and i wonder yeah. if the kids are also like confused by that are they thinking right. the teacher like here's like very young children could be thinking oh where teachers live it's always decorated by school mm -hmm. like school and that's not true just show that's them your true. home show them your home like show them your home and i that's also right. feel like it might yeah like like you're I not was, at school. You're not at school. Like I think that's what's confusing. Is like, no, we're not at school. This this should not. You're not look at like school. school. Families don't and have to decorate like they're at school. I think, and, you know, it's cute if you want to do that, but teachers don't have to do that. It's actually confusing. It's confusing to young children. I, I've been Homes like, don't taking... look like that. No, Homes no. look like this with the closet door and the thing hanging on the wall. Like <laughs> See, nothing hanging on the wall and Rusty popping into the picture at any moment. That's right. my life. That's home. And that's what it is. They need and to then, know we're home too. Yeah. And that's what I do like on the meet. I'm like, Hey, we're just going to talk and chit chat. And then like when I'm offline, I take videos of my house. Like I've taken mm -hmm. videos of my plants that I have talked about on this podcast before. <laughs> I've been taking videos of my plants and like measuring them for the kids and like showing them like what bloomed and what's new and what's different. I do it every couple of days. And then I email that to the parents and be like, watch this when you can. 
if you don't get to it, cool. But this is just, it's a video about my plants at my house or like sometimes I'll take, um, I took a video of like the view from my house, you know, I'm like, this is what I see when I'm out my back door. What do you see? You know, like things like that. I think, like, I mean, I, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a teacher who's decorated your home and you think that's valuable, have at it. That's great. Yeah, Those that's people great. who have not decorated, that's fine too. Because yes. it's okay for them to see not only are you home, I'm home. And, yes. and these are what homes look like. It's yes. fine, whatever you decide to do. And families, you are all of a sudden an emergency one-room schoolhouse. And yeah, I know. oh my gosh, again, please stand up for yourself. If you feel mm -hmm. like it's overwhelming and I can't get all this done, you've got to tell the teachers you've got to tell them. so that they can go and tell their supervisors. Or even better, contact supervisors and say, I know what you're trying better. to do. I know that you're trying to provide us with the stuff to educate our children at home. And here's why I'm being given too much. For yes. goodness sake, stand up for yes. it. Because how would we even know that? If teachers weren't coming back to me saying, Cindy, I think we may have provided them with too much. They're feeling overwhelmed. Here's the feedback. How would I as a consultant even know to tell clients mm -hmm. to back off? We wouldn't nice. know that if we weren't getting the feedback from the grassroots people in the field. And that's you in the one room schoolhouse. Yeah. So please let's all um, just accept our, what we believe is right and what we want to do in our limitations and let people know, you know, yeah. like if somebody went back to Allison and said, well, why didn't you decorate your house? You should say, because I wanted the kids to see I'm home like them. Like it's not, yeah. there's no right or wrong there's to no this. no right or wrong anymore. And if you decorated your house and someone Ooh. says, why did you decorate your house? The answer can be because it's things familiar to children. Yeah. There's no right or wrong. Right. So I hope that that helps you. I'm going to, I'm going to do, a, maybe we'll do another episode seeing if people advocated. Here's what we can do. Ready? Yeah. On our website, howpreschoolteachersdoit.com, we have a contact form. If you have advocated for your right to not be the world's perfect teacher, if you have advocated for your right to prioritize other things over the preschool activities, yes. write to us. We want to hear from you. Right. We still do have a list of ideas from listeners that we're working our way through for these episodes. This is why we're, we're broadcasting more than our usual once a week um, so that we can get that stuff out there as it comes in pretty much but we have a list if there are things that you want to make sure we talk about on this podcast go to our contact form on how preschool teachers do it.com and please let us know we will add it to the list yeah. um i hope that soon we don't need that list but <laughs> I know, I know. that we can go back to I regularly spread scheduled program yeah. but who knows so the list is very helpful to, to me and to allison as we yeah. consider how to steer these episodes because again who had a playbook for this when we said let's start a podcast no one ever pictured this um so stay <laughs> hang in there preschool yeah. peeps hang in there no matter what your role is in this we know it's an emergency situation and everyone's just making decisions on the fly is there anything else that you want to say allison no just oh, she's sighing <laughs> just feel just hang in there and do your best we're all doing our best in a situation that we're not prepared for. So like, and I think it's hard when you're going through emotions and then having to be a one room schoolhouse and then all this. So like, just let it come and go as naturally as you need it to. 
you know? Right. And while you're doing that, if you're like taking a break or relaxing, hit subscribe. Yeah. Give us there a good go. review. <laughs> Share yeah. our podcast on social yeah. media. Um, help us to get information out there that actually will help children and families, hopefully in this situation. By now we have a number of episodes in this emergency series. So I hope, we hope that you will, you know, sometimes people tell us they're binge watching us. I enjoy that. It's like being Netflix. So go ahead. No, I love when we're getting binge watched. Yeah. Yeah. We get (laughs) to feel famous. Um, Yeah. Or binge listen to, to, if you're on a podcast that we really love when people tell us they're binging. Um, please do communicate with us. We need to know what you're thinking, feeling, and what, how we can help you. Uh, yeah. Until next time, preschool peeps. Bye, peeps.